Welcome to Shardcast, the Brandon Sanderson podcast. We're a bunch of mega fans giving you the news discussion and, of course, a whole lot of opinions about Brandon Sanderson's work and the Cosmere. I'm Carrie, and joining me today is Eric. Hey, I'm Chaos, and yay, our schedule's finally matched up, Carrie. Finally matched up, and I don't have crazy loud fans causing insane amounts yeah, of background with your noise. sewage problem, which yeah. sounds way weirder than... It actually was, but it's fun my this way. My house flooded and there were giant fans. The end. Yes. Also joining me today is Ian. Hey, I'm Weary Rider. And back again today is David. I'm Windrunner, back from the dead. And lastly, we have Grace. I'm Gator Girl. Five-person podcast today, you guys, because we've got a big topic to talk about today. Ooh, yeah. We've waited so long. We have waited so long, and now it's finally time to discuss unity. Oathbringer spoilers. And we waited so long because Carrie would have killed us if we talked about this without That's her. Yes, 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 yes. She, she would have divided us very effectively. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Oathbringer spoilers in this podcast, very important. Just That's one why or we're two spoilers. Yeah. They're just little ones. Not, not that big. It's not... Not like the biggest moment in the book or anything. You know, no big deal. Not at all. So we want to start off with with reading what happened or do we want to do a little summary first? Let's let's do a little summary. Go for it. So in Oathbringer, Delnar does some stuff. We had a big arc. Uh, We saw him being a jerk uh, (laughs) through his flashbacks. And we discovered what happened to his wife uh, in that he killed her. So, great job. Uh, well, killed a lot killed of other her. people, too. <laughs> many yeah. people. Many people died. Dalinar was not a nice person. No. No. And Odium had been watching Dalinar for a very long time. And Odium was just basically prepping Dalinar to be his champion. And Dalinar... Once Gavilar died, Dalinar went to the valley to, uh... The Night Watcher. Yeah. Well, he, he thought he valley. was going to the Night yeah. Watcher. Yeah. yeah. And Cultivation stepped in and erased the memory of his wife from Dalinar. And the whole point is that Dalinar could grow. So... She, she pruned that, him. Yeah. Pruned yeah. just so he could grow just enough so that, uh... Some really awesome stuff could happen at the end of Oathbringer. Yep. Yep. Go check out our episode about the Valley and the Night Watcher. Oh, yeah. That's Dalinar's good, that's visit good to the Valley. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good episode. So we're going to read some excerpts from one ni- chapter 119 of Oathbringer. Called Unity, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I, yes. yeah, I think so. So th- there's a lot of point of view switching in there. So this is it's an all in sequence in the book, but these are read the important it again parts. If you forgot, because it's the best, <laughs> you yeah. should definitely just read it again, but we're going to read it here too. Yes. Something stirred inside of Dalinar, a warmth that he had known once before, a warm, calming light. Unite them. Journey before destination, Dalinar said. It cannot be a journey if it doesn't have a beginning. A thunderclap sounded in his mind. Suddenly, awareness poured back into him. The Stormfather, distant, feeling frightened, 
but also surprised. Daladar? I will take responsibility for what I have done, Dalinar whispered. If I must fall, I will rise each time a better man. Yeah. Scene break. Unite them. Glory spread streamed around Dalinar. Thousands of golden spheres, more spread than he'd ever seen in one place. They swirled around him in a column of golden light. Beyond it, Odium stumbled back. So small, Dalinar thought. Has he always looked that small? Scene break. Unite them! Dalinar thrust his left hand to the side, plunging it between realms, grabbing hold of the very fabric of existence, the world of minds, the realm of thought. He thrust his right hand to the other side, touching something vast, something that wasn't a place. It was all places in one. He'd seen this before, in the moment when Odium had let him glimpse the spiritual realm. Today, he held it in his hand. Break. I am unity. He slammed both hands together and combined three realms into one. No, Odium screamed. He stepped forward. No, we killed you. We killed you. So good. So good. Pretty straightforward, too. Yeah. (laughs) It's especially because you just know in the whole book, Dalinar is horrible and he totally... Totally could have just fallen to Odium. That would have made sense. It would have been the easy thing. It yes. Been, yeah, totally would have. And that's human nature is you have to choose to take the better path. And human beings as a species don't always like to do that. No. No. Indeed not. Yeah. So basically what happened is Dalinar swore the third ideal of the Bondsmiths. Yes. And then summoned honor's perpendicularity which is Grabbed a thing that you can do yep and the interesting thing is that in chapter 122 when odium's talking to teravangian odium says dalinar was not supposed to ascend capital a <laughs> that's what odium and, says yeah and well and and odium says we killed you too mm-hmm. yeah Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. lot to unpack there. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's pretty straightforward. It sounds like for a split second, Dalinar became honor. Yeah, I, I definitely think that's the implication Brandon is trying to give. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I feel like it is more likely that he is speaking about honor in this context than he is speaking about something larger like Adenalsium, as some people. Have also thought. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. no. Because no, I both thought of it as the vessels speaking to like. Some people do believe that Dalinar is in some level reassembling Adenalsium or will reassemble Adenalsium, and so that he is speaking more as we the vessels killed you, Adenalsium. Mm-hmm. I don't particularly I, agree. Uh, yeah, but- yeah, I don't really like that theory very much. I think we're skipping a few steps. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to get honor back. You have to get honor back <laughs> yeah. before you can get Adenalsium <laughs> back. Yeah. yeah, like what's more likely that Dalinar is going to reassemble all of honor and then maybe come on- become honor or call himself unity? That's a I lot th- more likely than Adenalsium. Yeah, sure. I think I think he is going to be Honor, and I think that there's a little bit more going on with Unity than just another name for Honor. Yes? How so? Well, because 
first of all, he's a bondsmith. His whole thing is bringing things together. And in that moment, he combined the three realms into one and literally held them in his hand. So I Mm. think that's more of what he was describing in that moment was him as a bondsmith, as an ascended bondsmith at that, literally being the force of bringing things together, Mm. of turning many into one. Yeah. I'm actually going to call back to our conversation on the Odium podcast. Yeah. Which... For us was yesterday. <laughs> yeah. So it's, yes. it's at the forefront of my mind. But so we talked a little bit about how a person's interpretation of a shard's intent will flavor how it gets expressed while they hold it. And so Dalinar is a bondsmith. Like the second ideal is all about unity. Like, I will unite people. I will bring men together. So it's I. So like that, I think is how he views honor. So it's like that could be how that would flavor how honor is expressed when he holds it, being more focused on unity. Mm-hmm. I honestly, that's where my head kind of goes with it as well, Ian. Mm-hmm. At this point, I feel like it is very much Dalinar. Like honor has very explicitly been about bonds and about bringing things together and mm-hmm. in addition to like the swearing of us and whatnot and i feel like dalinar's focus is a little mm-hmm. more attachment centric than it is yeah anything else and that it might even like be if we've, we've heard a little bit about mm-hmm. honor's purposes which has not yeah. been discussed a lot but it might even be like one of those purposes that has been mm-hmm. vaguely referenced by brandon and a couple word of brandon yeah. so far yeah. mm-hmm. and, and it's honor's like- honor's investiture wasn't at wasn't like fragmented when the Tanavast held it. So that could be another aspect of Tanavast didn't really have to unite anything when he picked it up. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. But to like contrast it, like if Kaladin took up honor, like I, he would be more focused on protection, protecting people. I would yeah. think. Cause that's yeah, I would agree with how that. the Windrunners view honor. That uh, maybe yeah, that feels a little bit more further to the scope of what honor is to me, but mm-hmm. well, I mean, as we said uh, last time, getting what the force of a shard is into a single word is futile, in a mm-hmm. sense, yeah. right? Yeah. So, like, yeah. Uh, this is another quote from 119, with yeah, Dalinar and uh, the Stormfather talking about what just happened. A direct conduit to the spiritual realm, the Stormfather said. You renew spheres, Dalinar? We are connected. I was bound to men before. This never happened then. Honor was alive then. We are something different. His remnants, your soul, my will. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. There. So, this, like, summoning the perpendicularity is not a Bondsmith thing. No, no it is not, not spiritual no. adhesion. No, 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 no. no. Definitely not. <laughs> this is a function of honor being dead the stormfather having the largest piece of honor and dalinar being bonded to him it's it's related to how dalinar could release odium from his prison i would think yeah mm-hmm. that yeah. in that sort of flavor yeah this direction might be more of what unity was talking about too the three of them together rather than 
unity just being the the shard. Yeah, good point. I I don't know how much I like of us just changing the name of honor to a different thing. I, yeah. That makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, uh, I feel like unity. I think honor the shard is involved in unity, but I think there's something else there. Yeah. The other thing I've heard thrown around uh, by some by like on the various theories that I've read is that what Dalinar is referring to as unity is that he has been influenced by the three major shards on Rashar heavily. Honor via the Stormfather, mm. cultivation via his time in the valley, and odium via his, you know, the thrill and all his direct influence to make him a champion. And he is more or less a unity of these three powers in that like he's a product of those three working together is who he is I now. really like that. Yeah, I that's really yeah, I like that too. That. I, I don't uh, think I've heard that one either. I mean, that's cool, but I don't know if that's what he's going at in what we just read. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I mean, know. I don't think about that. I think there's some metaphorical significance, but not like a direct. Okay, how much does Dalinar understand what he just said? Like what that's, happened? Well, that's true. that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Seriously, he just has a voice talking into his brain, saying "unite them." And so it makes sense that he would call himself unity. He doesn't know. He doesn't maybe, know. Maybe he's yeah, just like thinking, like, what's going to sound really badass right now? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that, that is a Dalinar thing to do. And also when they're it's talking true. about unite them and he's, it's hitting him like, oh, not just unite the people, but unite the, the glory's friend. And he's literally holding them in his hands and they are surrounding him. It's like, well, I guess they're united and I'm standing right here. So I'm unity. Yeah. He, he's going to unite instead of divide, and that's that's what he's doing, and so he's being... He's doing that. Yeah, and also, like, people who have uh, spiritual experiences, a lot of time will say, like, oh, I said XYZ things, but, like, I don't remember saying it, or I felt prompted to say this. And regardless on feelings outside of that, the spiritual is clearly involved in what's going on with Dalinar. Well, true. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so how much of it was was like prompted by the forces he was manipulating? Mhm. That's interesting. Yeah. Um I lots of people think Unity's a shard. I mean, Dalinar's not a shard yet. Although he Odium ascended, Eric. He, Odium did say capital A ascend, which is so yeah, could Compel we compare on. him would could we compare him right now to somebody like Vin or the Lord Ruler who temporarily held a shard? I, I knowing we were talking about this, like that was definitely what I've been thinking for the last couple of days. That yeah. like it is very similar to when Vin held the power at the well. He's mm. like they were both in perpendicularities. Like Yeah, I would definitely call him a sliver at this point if you were to like ask me if I, what I thought about it. Yeah, I would agree with that as well. That was a very dramatic event. Um, I think it's a little more than what Vin did at the well, right? Uh, even if she used the power, or if Rashek used the power, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because there's still like that. Dalinar's still like directly connected to Honor's remnants. Like that's exactly what he says. We're something different. His remnants, your soul, my will. Those are all connected in that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know how much he can use that. Like, that's not clear at all, right? I have no idea, but I think there's still a connection, whereas if you use the well, you use it, then it's not there. You're not going to be able to use it ever again, really, right? Yeah. 
I don't I don't think someone like Vin or Rochette could summon a perpendicularity. And I'm trying to no. think, I think there's a wob about shards controlling where their perpendicularities appear or something. I'm kind of, I feel like that's a thing I read. I'm, I'm going to look, because I feel like I saw that when I was doing the perpendicularity article, but. There's I'll definitely look. been at least a little bit of stuff with like Rochette moving or Rashek moving the pole and it also moving the well with the magnetic north pole for whatever arbitrary reason uh i i honestly tend to fall on the side where i feel like dalinar had a less intense experience than rashek and Vin because he would gain access to something that they didn't do but something that i believe was probably within their power if they'd wanted to especially the lord ruler we didn't see like a lot of fireworks okay. from Vin because she gave it up immediately but her, but the Lord Ruler learned a lot more information than Dalinar. Like his mind was expanded, and he learned all okay, about hemallergy. Like Dalinar doesn't have some incredibly advanced knowledge that we have so far seemed to have seen from this. So I think it's a little more limited, actually. That's a really good point, actually. Yeah, that. So I, I think I reverse what I said before. Uh, it's impressive in some ways, but less impressive in others. Yeah, and I mean uh, that that's the and the nature of what they were like why they were holding the shard was different as well. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also honor's perpendicularity moves. That's not clear why it needs to be that way, right? Like yeah. I feel like that it could only happen with honor, you know, and yeah. not anyone else regardless of whether honor was alive or not. This is a minor tangent, but do we feel like the honor perpendicularity is normally moving with the high storm, or is that something that we don't feel like? Because I do not have a strong feeling on that. I'm pretty sure Brandon has said it's not in the high storm. Okay. I mean, well, the one time we've seen it, it hasn't been, so... Yeah, yeah, but and that it, was a little of, different. Kind of an edge well, case, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and they, um, I think Azure mentions that it, it moves unpredictability unpredictably yeah and like mm. if it moved yeah. with the high storm like it would be predictable mm. that's fair that's true yeah that's well true. somewhat predictable <laughs> yeah. Do, but the only time we've seen spheres get infused that we like know how it works is dalinar or something the perpendicularity so yeah there, there's definitely a blurring of the realms in the high storm yeah mm. but i don't think it's a stable perpendicularity one thing that might that the high storm might be kind of like is when at the end. So, Mistborn secret history spoilers, real quick, in case you don't uh-huh. know about that. But when Harmony is remaking the world, and Kelsier can kind of briefly, he's in and out of the cognitive realm. He's seeing the real world, and then he's not. Mm-hmm. And so, it's not necessarily a perpendicular, but like a larger scale, like compaction of the realms, mm-hmm. just due yeah. to like the magic, like swirling around or whatever. You know, you're you're opening the blinds instead of the door. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And and that makes sense considering perpendicularities are basically, yo, there's so much investiture, it's piercing the realm. So that would make sense mm-hmm. that if you have a lot of investiture, it's easier to see between them, right? And, like that mm. makes sense. Yeah, and even and even the Stormfather had never seen the spheres get refilled that way before. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Yeah, he was like, I, what the flip just happened there? I feel like yeah. maybe honor could do something similar not the same but maybe well, he could yeah he was he powering to. the heralds directly like yeah. so i feel like yeah that is right. a pretty similar level of like it may not have been directly stormlight but it was a power that can that can be mimicked by stormlight so mm-hmm. so so the That's only kind of thing a- the only thing i found was that perpendicularities occur naturally as a result of the shard spending time on a planet i 
didn't actually yeah. specifically say whether or not they can manipulate that process. Well, they it, they can take steps to prevent the perpendicularity from disappearing when they leave. Oh, it seems I like totally it seems so. It seems like it is mostly unnatural, but there are things they can do to sort of manipulate that process. Yeah, because we know Harmony moved the well and the pits. Yeah, well. The perpendicularity that was at the pits. Mm-hmm. The pits is still there. Doing their thing. But I actually How much of that Brandon, was just because he changed the entire landscape of Skadriel, though? Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. That, that yeah. is a good point. One thing that I'm just wondering is how long has Honor's perpendicularity been moving? That I've always assumed it was when he was splintered, but like no textual yeah, evidence for that. Yeah, that's kind of what I, just what I was thinking, but we just have one word of Brandon where he like casually reveals, oh, Honor's perpendicularity moves before before Oathbringer came out. He just said that. And people were like, what? Uh, and that's about it. Yeah, because really Aona and Sky's perpendicularities don't move. That's true. Well, yeah. um, Sky's might. Or do we know anything about where his We is? don't know anything we about don't know. No. But okay. just- Aona's doesn't. Yeah, yeah Aeonis definitely doesn't. Well, yeah. the pool that we think is Aeonis uh, is devotions, rather. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel pretty strongly about I, that. I, one. Like, yeah, it's fairly obvious, but it's not explicitly confirmed. Some mm. people would probably nitpick. Well, we don't know, but come on. Yeah, we we don't know where Skay's uh or Dominion's pool is, but uh that that's also because that could be a difference in how Odium did the splintering of those which we mm-hmm. know that odium got a little better at doing that and he didn't shove all the investor in the cognitive which you know could change things it's i don't know well, I, was I don't know why honor's perpendicularity would move that if doesn't it make any moves, sense to me. it might be a result of the nature of the storm father mm. Mm. yeah God. So, the Perpendicularities on Threnody aren't stable either. Yeah. Though I don't... It, it feels like Honor's perpendicularity always exists, it just moves, whereas on Threnody, they don't always exist. I mean, it's not oh, clear yeah. how much investiture of ambition is there, yeah. right? So. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, we've talked about that in depth. <laughs> Have we done that in depth on the podcast? Oh, no, I just mean like on, on our own. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, you and I, David, we have discussed this at length. Mm-hmm. And when I wrote the article for Ambition, but yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. I, I just, because there's two possibilities, right? Either Honor's perpendicularity has always moved, or it happened after Honor died, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I would say that if we are going with the idea that it is, that its motion has no connection to the High Storm, I fall pretty strong on the fact that it probably started moving once Honor died. But uh, well, I guess maybe... That was a good point, though, about Cell, though. Like, it's not like those ones are suddenly in flux because they well, are dead. I mean, it, it's it's so hard to say because that really depends on the specifics of what happened, you know? Yeah. I'm inclined and- to think it always moved. Why? Why? It, mm-hmm. it- My gut? <laughs> no, 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 no. Sorry. I'm not, I, I'm not saying why as, like, why it's always mm-hmm. uh, moved. I'm more asking... Like why does different? It I, yeah, I'm. I'm totally. That's totally possible. I'm totally cool if it yeah. has always moved. I'm just one wondering why it moves in the first place. Period. Mm-hmm. 
the other you know, the, probably realmatic shenanigans. The only thing I think is like direct intervention by honor. That he may, he constructed to do it that way? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, he wanted it to move. And then after he died, maybe he could direct it with his will where it moved to. So, and now that he's oh. dead, it's just moving randomly. This is kind of aimless. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I, I kind of like that, actually. Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, obviously, yeah. shards can move. Yeah, Perpendicularities. Ball of Ascension. I always had kind of, up until we got this book, and like even when I was reading Oathbringer for the first time, kind of fully expected them to go into the base of Urethiru and find Honor's shard pool there. That is what I always believed based on the whole building the city closest to Honor. But oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was my Surprise! whole like belief there. But yeah. instead there was an evil monster. So that was cool too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you didn't listen to our other podcast, David, but we, we theorized that the closest to Honor thing is just because... It's on a tall mountain, sky. so it's closer yeah. to the to the high storm. That was the less interesting interpretation. But <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, sometimes the easiest answer is the correct one. Oh, yeah. but we you find know, out in carry. book ten, place yeah. close to honor means something completely different. Oh, probably. <laughs> There's a spaceship on top of Urethru. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Though I, I will say, before Oathringer, I also thought. Honor's perpendicularity would be at Urethiru. I, I, yeah, I did too. That was an too. incredibly popular theory. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, that whole Honor's perpendicularity moves. What? So if Honor designed it for a reason, is just this some just... Was it just a convenient thing to have the perpendicularity move so he could move troops during desolations? Well, if the Oath Gates allow... Yeah, yeah, that's true, because he... I think yeah. it might it might also be a defensive thing. Mm, if, I was you're, just thinking yeah. that. if you're worried about people oh. coming in and they're using your perpendicularity because you can't yeah. always control who uses a perpendicularity unless you've got, you know, an unmade guarding it. Um <laughs> then, you know, oh, surprise, you're dumped out in this random place. Figure out where you are. Have fun. Good luck. Oh, okay. And we also don't know when the oath gates were made. It's Possible yeah. they were, it was for, say, the Heralds, and then the Bradians came and made the Oath Gates later, mm. after he'd already set this whole system up. Mm. So, idea that just popped into my head, uh, that it's kind of crackpot, but you know. So, we know that Honor had the gates, like the Oath Gates shut, like he ordered the Sprint to stop taking people yeah, through. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe in his final days, he also made his perpendicularity begin to move to make it more difficult for people to be able to transition realms for whatever reason he doesn't want people doing that. And so he's like, they can't find it because it's not in one spot. That would also be very sensible. Although yeah, it's not very, the exact same reason. Yeah, just an idea. It feels like he would want to talk to Cultivation about that because it's like, yeah, you're... Your perpendicularity is just chilling, but we got to do this thing. Like, what? What? But I don't know. he was also going insane. The horn eaters yeah. kill so. any outsiders that go to the perpendicularity, right? Isn't that what Rock so. said? No. Or someone um, Someone said that, that the horn eaters kill Sigzil. Yeah, Sigzil was like, oh, yeah, people disappear because mm. the horn eaters kill them. It's like, Buck's uh, like, oh. no, like they just disappear. Mm. Oh, like, I, never, I never yeah, made so that maybe, connection. Maybe Cultivation is guiding her perpendicular or guarding her perpendicularity some other way. Yeah. But uh, basically, I think Cultivation might not necessarily have agreed with Honor. Yeah, well, I feel yeah, like yeah, we view true. them as a monolith a lot of times, like always be on the same page. And I don't necessarily believe that they were always in agreement about everything. Yeah, no, well, she takes it, no crap from anybody. 
Yeah. I mean, that's true. It just feels, I mean, clearly Honor was going insane, right? So not mm-hmm. thinking yeah. very clearly. But at the same time, I don't know if my plan is to come up with like these ways to defend Roshar by moving perpendicularities and Cultivation's like, no, I'm not doing that. And I was like, well, rip, that was, I guess that's just not going to work. Mm-hmm. But like one door is better than... 12 you know what i mean like that's still at least well, more defensible i mm-hmm. uh, yeah that's that's true yeah and if if people are disappearing it's either a coincidental or b that perpendicularity is being guarded somehow well or they're just I, going I, into shades mar and they're like yeah, oh, yeah, no, just just like going you know? into yeah i think sigzel was referring to oh back. they didn't return but that's because they went into the perpendicularity and not mm-hmm. die necessarily yeah. uh also, I think there's a word of Brandon. I think that same one where we got at Jordan Con, where uh, we got the thing about Nalthus Customs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But said that, uh, well, may- maybe it's a different one. That basically No, I think said, it is that one. Yeah. How that, the Horn Eaters will treat you like a god. Yeah, the, yeah. the Horn Eaters will treat you like gods if, if you come through the perpendicularity That's on the great. other side. So. Mm. I think all those theories are very possible. I, I, th- I am thinking now it's, it's got to be set up by honor and not the splintering. Yeah. That makes more sense. <laughs> and I'm kind of digging your theory, David. But I'm, I think Carrie could totally be correct, too, that it was, it was like moved and made it work for... Mm. Long ago, before... Well, that, that was Grace's. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, it could have been both, though, you know what I mean? Like, he had it mobile, so he could move troops, and then he's like, alright, randomize, and then... <laughs> shuffle mode. I assume that was his command, yeah. <laughs> shuffle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, it, it's flip sides of the same coin, basically. Like, mm-hmm. you're either randomizing it so that your troops... You're moving it around so your troops can get in, or you're randomizing it so invaders just get dumped in random BFE places. Does yeah. Odie have a perpendicularity? That's kind of a can of worms. He would. I mean, what? Because he's in. It would be on Bray's though. Yeah. I well, would... where is no? But he's but he's sealed on Rashar though. That's like that's a can of worms a little bit. Where he's Odie sealed on Bray's, yeah. Rashar and system. I feel oh, okay. Man. Well, I think we probably are too far afield now. But well, we didn't talk about Odium. This one's going to air the next week. So we might as well, because we we didn't even talk about that last week at all. No, we did. Oh, perpendicularity. perpendicularity. I completely forgot. There, there's this whole thing about Odium's trapped on Braze. There's a word of Brandon, but clearly he could just be on Roshar. Clearly, that's not a problem. It's a force projection. <laughs> yeah, well, there it is. Yeah. Last Jedi spoilers, guys. Um... <laughs> Like, um, Odium still has power on Roshar, so he can manifest there. Oh, yeah. Also, I mean, his perpendicularity may have been how people arrived to Roshar in the first place. And would Odium well, have been able to appear on Roshar before the Everstorm was summoned? Well, that's a, that's a very good point, because he does seem to require that. But, well, he can enter Dalinar's visions, but that's not really, like, really manifest. Because that's right? in the spiritual, spiritual realm. realm. Yeah, 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 but yeah, every yeah, time right. he yeah. appeared to Venli, it was during an Everstorm. Mm-hmm. Right? True. True. He needed the Everstorm to manifest there. He needed the Everstorm to be in Erythru. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so I guess the reason that I always kind of 
assume or like that I get confused about it is like when the Stormfather is talking to Dalinar and like explaining the entire book plot, essentially, you know, in part two, when we're like, oh, this is what's actually going on. Oh, we're uh, definitely going to have a podcast about that, David. Oh, we'll okay, cool. That later. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, but like, this is just a related line. Yeah, As yeah, Odium no, is yeah. sealed by the powers of honor and cultivation, your herald sealed the spread of the dead into the place you call damnation. So I guess you yes. heard that either way, but I was thinking honor and cultivation are on Rashar. Their power is based on Rashar. How are they sealing him somewhere that they're not? But you could also read that as just like they sealed him on damnation, the herald sealed the spread of the dead on damnation. So, yeah, like I, I feel it has to be on praise because the heralds have to get to the planet. Yeah, the heralds have to get to the planet. The Rosharans had to get to the planet. Yeah, like, but they like, didn't come from praise. Well, no, the Rosharans don't go to praise. Yeah, yeah, no, she's saying from. From Ashen to oh, Roshar. Okay. Oh, from Ashen that, to Roshar. There, there could have been. Oh, Odium could have put the perpendicularity yeah, yeah. there. Like, that, that's yeah, totally yeah. fine, right? Mm-hmm. No, I was thinking. Uh, yeah. Oh, the other thing that makes me think that he is on Brace, though, is I think there's a mention when Venley is getting, like, one of her scary Odium visions where she looks up and she sees a star in the sky and then it kind <laughs> of, like, expands and that might be Brace. Well, that's also a little bit like what Dalinar saw when. Like that. That's just that. Just feels like spiritual mumbo jumbo. Necessarily. Oh, I was just saying. Like that star is the planet. You know, like they're looking yeah, up and they're I, seeing the planet in the system. I was. I, I read this. it that way too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh... Because like she sees the planet below her, and she looks into the void of space, and like, and she sees the star. Yeah, that's kind of how astronomy works. <laughs> so yeah, we we we've gone a little bit far afield, but it's <laughs> yeah. still interesting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, do we want to do we want to try to die, like circle okay, back yeah. and okay, get into have, the we have, killed you thing? Oh, I oh, had go a ahead, question about unity. So, did Honor plan or set up for someone to become unity before his death? Do you guys think? I don't. I don't think so. Because uh, in the visions, Honor is always saying unite them. Yeah, like, I think he. I said. I think he planned. And hoped for somebody to be able to take up the splinters and reunite honor. I'm not sure if unity specifically is what he had in mind. Or if that well, is its own, like, consequence of other stuff that happened. It's probably a gambit to what what to do after my shard has been killed. Like, yeah. this, this is my gambit. Reunite radiance, that's important. But also, <laughs> this is important, too. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I yeah. think he I could w- definitely I think... see that. He just always mentions how bad he is at seeing the future. Like that's not his thing. Yeah. And I think he's. I think he's hopeful that someone might, but that any level of planning that's happening here is probably cultivation's influence rather than honor, because well, honor can't see it yeah. so well. So he might be like, "This will give us a good chance at someone doing it," but I don't think he's like preservation, incredibly manipulative. You know, like. Well, yeah, you know, but put the, the yar on the board, getting it to work. You but know? you think he knew what would happen? Like he knew that it was possible for someone to become unity. Mm-hmm, but I don't think that he like laid out. I don't think he laid out the steps and was like, "I will." You know how preservation yeah. chose no, then, I, like I that sort of. That. Thing. I don't I think don't he think, was involved think, in that. I don't think Honor chose Dalinar. I mean, the visions were going out to anyone with a chance yeah, at being like, a bondsman. It, yeah. I, I feel like it was pretty scattershot until someone mm-hmm. would actually grab it and. He probably knew mm-hmm. this. You, you you can ascend air quotes, mm-hmm. right? 
Um, yeah. But I, I think yeah. that does tie into he's not as good at seeing the future, so he, he can't plan. It's like, oh, I picked this guy, so he made a, a general thing. So like, mm-hmm. okay, like try it with everybody you can, Stormfather. Mm-hmm. Like, and better hope it's the right. You find the right guy. You know, like, yeah, yeah. yeah but he do sharp. Like, would he would honor at the time, like before his death, and while he was stable, still able to think, would he have been able to understand? Like, would he have known what splintering was? Oh yeah, yeah, yes. Because it had happened to other people before. Yeah, so and if he'd been paying attention. So and, yeah, like, he it was happened probably ate a nauseum. Like, yeah. And so I th- unite them also could be referring to that is like I need somebody needs to come and pick up the pieces mm-hmm. of me is yeah. the sh- yeah. yeah of the shard specifically. So I, th- uh, I think he's more referring to honor there, and then unity happened because of interactions of other stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it's more just I wouldn't be surprised if Dalinar calls himself honor later and and not unity, right? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. doesn't. I, yeah, I don't think that's especially important necessarily. We, but. we might be making more of this than there is. That's the other possibility, which we do sometimes. You know, and it's just it's as simple as Eric is saying that he is honor. Yeah. It was oh, just he's one line. He, Still he's def- up that force. Yeah, he's he's definitely going to become honor. Like I am, I am very much sure of that. I just I think that unity is related, but I don't think it's just another name for the shard. Mm-hmm. On like a similar note. Do we feel like we're going to see Dalinar at some point fully ascend? I think yes. so. I've thought that since book two. Uh, probably. But I have a thought on what Unity is. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. What if Unity is just a particularly large splinter of honor? Because we know oh, the- um, splinters can have their own intents. Mm-hmm. Yes, I got that one. Yeah. You're welcome. Yes. And so, like... <laughs> We know Honor has these ten purposes that we know nothing about, and that Brandon is not choosing to share with us at this point in time. That, like, mm-hmm. what if Unity is one of his purposes, and it's the be. one Dalinar is most closely associated with, because he's I, a Bondsmith. I like that a lot. And they do Unity stuff. Or, well, yes. I, I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, or it's it the parts also... that got stuck with the Stormfather because the yeah. Stormfather, you know, when Odium Honor died, and that's a chunk the Stormfather I mean, got. Honor <laughs> could have like deliberately put a fragment of his power like before he died in this splinter, like mm-hmm. right? Yeah, he definitely mm-hmm. was like messing with the Stormfather as he was dying. Like, oh we yeah, know that we know to that. be true. So well, some mm-hmm. of that could more be diffuse of just the the death itself rather than like a particular thing like a death whale would be different than okay this really is the end i i need to like do mm. some contingency of like mm. okay let's oh. put a big splinter connected to this create these visions mm-hmm. and all that crap but he know? like was setting up the storm father to like make new honor spread remember like he mm-hmm. was preparing for his death and like yeah. had been yeah. involved like, with true, the true, storm true, father yeah yeah and it could be that you know it could be that the Stormfather himself is associated with the splinter of unity and that also Dalinar as a person is very focused on that. And that's part of what brought them together in the first place mm-hmm. is that mm-hmm. yeah. unity of purpose. Oh, <laughs> hey, bum. Hey, Ian, I don't think I've heard that uh, 10 purposes, Wob. Why don't you find it? Because I'm sure some of our listeners haven't either. 
That's true. There's two it's, of them, I think. Isn't it? It's pretty par. At least the one I'm thinking of is pretty paraphrased. Is the only thing like it was just okay. like a line brought back. So there, there's another. This one is Jordan one of oh. Evgeny's. Yeah, that years and years ago, he asked about something, and Brandon talked about honors purposes, mm-hmm. but Evgeny was not able to get it on recording. Mm-hmm. But and he Evgeny actually asked again at Jordan Con about it, and. So let's see, Argent, back in 14, you referred to honor's purposes to me at one point. Is that still a thing in the Cosmere? Brandon, honor's purposes, Argent, honor's purposes. You've referred to 10 of them using the concept of shardic numbers, but I don't have that on record. I don't know anything about it. It's been a confusing topic ever since. Brandon, so that's still a deal. It just plays into the 10 names of the Almighty and the 10 attributes of the fools and the 10 attributes of the Almighty. Argent. Are purposes something every shard has? Brendan, I wouldn't say no. It's more, it's playing more into the nature of honor itself. Okay. I don't think we'd read that one on our Jordan Con one. So good. I'm pretty sure we did. <laughs> and I can, I, that, that really makes sense because honor so far seems very, like, what we've seen anyway, seems very focused on, like, rules and oaths. And so, like, yeah. having a having a mission statement, basically, <laughs> seems like something Honor would do. Yeah. yeah really like, does. I am going to state my purposes, and these are the things I'm going to do and how I'm going to do them. Mm-hmm. And it plays into the theme of ten on Roshar. Mm-hmm. Ten orders, yeah. knights radiant, ten heralds. Mm-hmm. Do we want to go more into... If we think Dalinar's really going to send a little further, because that was something I did want to talk yeah, about. Yeah, a little yeah, more. yeah. Okay, yeah. Cool. Sorry. No, it's all good. Like, it's fine. I've changed the subject too quickly. But, uh, mm-hmm. so people, how are people feeling about that? Will Dalinar become a full, go, you know, ethereal, non insubstantial shard at some point in the book series? Only so. if Navani gets to ascend to cultivation, because <laughs> I don't want to separate <laughs> But I do think it's highly probable. Yeah. If he does, I don't know. Will he, I don't know that he will ever be as powerful as the original sixteen, even if he does. Well, mm. there, there's a few aspects there. If we're saying, oh yeah, he will. Like Honor's power was splintered. Yeah. Uh presumably a lot of that is in Spren. Mm-hmm. So, how much Dalinar ascends is uh. Highly dependent on the fate of those Spren, I think. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, Brennan has also said about, like, Spren existed while Honor was alive. And, like, True. But, and yeah. they were yeah. still part of Honor. Mm-hmm. Like, There's yeah. just a lot more of them now. And like, yeah. I feel like their power is not accessible. You know, like how, how Kelsey was talking about how the myths were troops he couldn't use? Like, I feel like the Spren would be like that. Like, they're still a part of you, but, like, yeah. they're not something he can okay, use to, like, punch a, Odium in so, the face. So he's that's a, a shard, but he only has access to a fraction of the shard's power because the other part of it is inaccessible to him. I can see that. Yeah. I mean, unless unless there's this big campaign of unity to do something about that. You know, like, that, that could be... Spren genocide? Well, I mean, the Spren in that series literally flocked to him. So, or in that scene, rather. It doesn't have to be genocide. It could be let us put all of our knowledge and power together for yeah. us to fight this greater Here, threat. Like I, I was I holding know. this for you. You can have it back now. <laughs> like, 
Maybe. I, I have no idea. It really depends on many, many specifics on these things that we yeah. really don't yeah. know anything about. I mean, they just yeah. become, well, they just become does... like the, the Dalinar Borg, and he can just act through all of them. Yeah. The third oath allowed him to summon a perpendicularity. We have no idea what the fourth and fifth oaths are going to let him do. So Odium does say to one of the fuse, like, I can take back the power I put into mm-hmm. you yep. to, like, mm-hmm. yeah. make you not go into the beyond. Yeah. So yep. it's like, mm-hmm. Honor could probably do that with the spread, like, just revoke the investiture in them. True. It'd be it, really popular, too. Me, but it's probably mm-hmm. something he could do. I wonder what threshold Dalinar would need to be to do that. Yeah. So we've like, talked about that a little bit, too. Could, but like, like, when when you're remaking it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what fraction of a power of a shard do you need before you start getting kind of more godlike than human-like, but... Mm-hmm. Before yeah, you are the shard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, Dal- Dalinar reverted, so... Yeah, this is gonna be one of those, like, muddy lines that is not really a hard line, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, as a note, obviously, if... if it, the other two Bondsmith, if they swore the third ideal, they wouldn't do this, yeah. right? Like, no, it's, it's obviously yeah. very special. No. So it's it's probably because of the massive amount of honor that that the Stormfather specifically has. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So like post death, yeah. yeah. Dalinar yeah. has um. Oh, what was the joke I had from yesterday? Power of attorney. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Dalinar has power of attorney. Attorney over. Honor's corpse. Okay. That's right. When, yes. Yeah, pretty much. When, Dalinar's, <laughs> when Dalinar's body vaporizes because of the amount of power he has, I will call him a shard. Yeah. That's, you know that that's, that's true. a good line. Yeah, that's a, that's, that's, a good. that's true. Eventually that will happen. And if so, that he's the shard. And that's what and then I'll call him that. And if he wants to be called honor or unity, that's what I'll call him, I guess. Like my only hesitation with Dalinar becoming honor is how does Brandon a, not make this feel like Mistborn, because that's a problem. <laughs> yeah, and B, how does, like, assuming, like, you know, eventually, ideally, Odium's gone, or, like, Rashar's doing better, yada, yada, how does it not get boring because you've got, like, a benevolent god literally watching over your planet? Like, Seizade has his whole inability to act, which, like, makes him, like, involved, but not, like, oppressive. But, like, you know, you can't leave one of your protagonists, like, with an, all this power and, like, everything's hunky-dory for forever. You know what I mean? I can't imagine like, Dalinar choosing not to get involved. Yeah. Yeah, so... Like, I just don't know how you can do it and make Aero it feel 4. different. Yeah. He could well, be a I mean, friendly Chardonnay. And to be fair, I mean, you had the Lord Ruler temporarily ascend and mess Skadriel up. You had Vin temporarily ascend once and release the power, temporarily ascend another time, well, temporarily... Um and put the you know Briefly. do her own stuff, and mm-hmm. we had Dalinar temporarily ascend and create a perpendicularity, and those didn't feel the same. Mm-hmm. But like True. I just don't I, I just don't want the end of the Stormlight Archive or like Brandon's books to become character becomes god and defeats enemy god. So you know, the, like, and Odium says, "Welcome Dalinar to godhood." Yeah, the end yeah, of the book. Like, uh, Moash will tear an earring out of Dalinar's ear. i do think though that like even though dalinar would be a benevolent god he is also a military general and a father i don't think life on roshar is immediately going to get 
like cakewalk level <laughs> easy because he's God. He's going to be yeah. that God who's like, no, I'm going to watch you trip over your own two feet and faceplant on the concrete. And the come- codes of war, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> like I told you, I told you not to run while holding scissors, and you did anyway. And look what happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like all, also all vanishes. He's going to be he's going to be like, the the dadliest of gods, the tough love yeah. god, the shard of dad. That that's going to be his name, Dad. That's going to be yeah. the that, could that be the episode title, Shard of Dad? <laughs> but there's no guarantee that. If he ascends, it's going to be at the end of the Stormlight Archive. Like it mm. could happen in book five. Yeah, and it could right happen in the break. Yeah, it could happen in the middle of a book. Yeah, could happen in book five, and then Odium kills Dalinar. Then oh, oh that would be a, and like raise splinters it even further, and everyone's just like oh. get wreck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I've always felt like the like the like the break at book five is going to be like oh you know, but yeah, I mean, it has to be. Yeah, it's going to be bad. Like, given that I thought the end of book five was going to be Odium showing up in person. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Didn't we all think that? Yeah. Didn't we all think that? Yeah, I did too. I thought he was going to like transition from planet to planet at the end. That you'd yeah, be like, no, oh no, he's two. on Rishar. Hey, I'm the other one. What's up? <laughs> yeah, That's I, was a little, said, I was something. a little annoyed at Dalinar though in that moment when he was like, oh, are you Tanavast? I'm like, no, you've seen Tanavast, man. That doesn't look like him. Yeah, but then you get that awesome line of Dalinar saying, are you God? And Odium just says, yes. <laughs> like, I'll take it. I'll take it. That's too cool. One thing that's kind of odd is in that very first quote we read, there, it was a warmth that he had known once before, a warm, calming light. That actually was a weird thing from Words of Radiance, the very mm. end. Yes. Where Dalinar just feels this warm light, and he asks the Stormfather, have you sent a vision? And Stormfather's like, no, I didn't. That's what the Stormfather sounds like. <laughs> um, <laughs> Nuh-uh. Yeah. Nuh-uh. He is super snarky, though. Yes. Did Dalinar's weird Nohadon vision happen before or after this? Before. Okay. Way before. Okay. Yeah. I, the, the timeline's confused, but okay. Mm-hmm. Well, before yeah, the, before the perpendicularity? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, way before. Way but before. I do think the weird Noadon vision is related. Yeah, I agree oh, with man, that. Oh, man, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. I... Yeah, see, my thought on the whole thing is honestly that this is not something that is going to be important to the plot at any level, but this is Brandon's little question mark is there a true creator god to the universe of the cosmere is there mm-hmm. not that's for you to decide and then he's just gonna like Dalinar will have his faith that there's something beyond and he'll have these moments where he feels that something beyond is talking to him or interacting with him and then it's up for the reader to decide whether or not they think yeah. there's something there yeah i could definitely see that so apparently so i'm just looking at this now there's no sense in that next uh nohadon vision i feel like he references it afterward and he's like i feel like this is like that nohadon vision where i felt that feeling instead of in being in the vision itself it's definitely not in the vision itself no well the warm feeling doesn't happen in the nohadon vision but i think like the vision where he gets the warm feeling and the nohadon vision are related in some way yeah uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember this because I am blanking at the moment. 
I know, I know. It, and normally it, I'm the one who remembers random. all this random crap. I know, I know, I know. It, like, it, it's a scene where, like, he's talking with Noah Don as an older person, mm. and he has surge binding powers, and it's yeah, and, weird. and there's, uh, what are there, thunderclass that are, like, walking around and, like, waving at him, and he's like, what's going on with your head, man? You know? Go to the yeah. market. I, I remember the weird vision. I don't remember the warm feeling. Okay. Yeah, yeah. it was... At the tail end of Words of Radiance, it's just... It was like one line. It was yeah. like him, really him remembering his childhood or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like yeah, when he... Wa- like, like his room with like his toy swords and stuff. Like it's it was just like a little memory. When he's with Navani. Very yeah. end, I think. Yeah. Uh, uh, do you want to... Here, do you want to see it? I yeah, got it right here. It. Okay, do cool. It. Do it. Um, let's see. In Words of Radiance? Yeah, this is, in, this is Words of Radiance chapter 89. Right that's the, the last chapter, I think. Yeah, before, very right? end of the chapter. Yeah, it's the four. So, yeah, yeah um, that's the last chapter. Uh, Dalinar stood in darkness. He turned about, trying to remember how he'd come to this place. In the shadows, he saw furniture, tables, a rug, drapes from his ear with wild colors. His mother had always been proud of those drapes. My home, he thought. It was it, it, as it was when I was a child, back before Conquest, back before Gavilar. Gavilar hadn't Gavilar died? No, Dalinar could, he- could hear his brother laughing in the next room. He was a child. They both were. Dalinar crossed the shadow room, feeling the fuzzy joy of familiarity, of things being as they should be. He'd left his wooden swords out. He had a collection, each carved like a shard blade. He was too old for those now, but he still liked having them as a collection. He stepped to the balcony doors and pushed them open. Warm light bathed him, a deep, enveloping, piercing warmth, a warmth that soaked down deep through his skin into his very self. He stared at that light, and was not blinded. The source was distant, but he knew it. Knew it well. He smiled. And then he wakes up. Okay. What if, now that Dalinar is, like, actually bonding the Stormfather, the whole vision nexus thing is starting to blur a little? And, like, the warm light is honor. And, like, that, at that yeah. point, he's looking right at honor. Mm. Okay, so you're saying with the vision blurring that weird thing from Jordan Khan, where the visions are like the spiritual wrapped in the cognitive, so you can yeah think mm-hmm. about this, and so your brain doesn't melt, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like the the fra- the cognitive framework is starting to like expand and like wobble a bit. I must have missed that one. That sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, man. Got to, yeah. got to keep your cognitive glasses on. Don't look directly at a shard without <laughs> glasses. <laughs> don't, don't look yeah. directly in the spiritual realm. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's like the light is bleeding through enough that like it's recognizable without vaporizing his brain. Yep. So maybe, and then like maybe the Noadon vision is down our subconscious twisting the visions into something to process what's going on maybe i don't know mm-hmm. yeah there there's another part in oathbringer chapter 111 because this is also kind of connected to the voice that keeps saying unite them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so this quote says unite them a voice whispered the words in dalinar's mind echoing with the same resonant sound from months ago when dalinar had first started seeing the visions I'm doing so, Dalnar whispered back. Unite them. Stormfather, is that you? Why do you keep saying this to me? I said nothing, 
It was growing hard to distinguish between his own thoughts and what came from the Stormfather. Visions and memories struggled for space in Dalinar's brain. So, that's interesting because the Stormfather sends the visions, but mm-hmm. he's not sending those. Those unite maybe, them things. Maybe it's just the Stormfather, like, messing with them, and he's just whispering, like, unite them. He's like, <laughs> the what is The Stormfather is very particular. If he did it, he would absolutely mention it, David. Yeah. I, I think... Because until Dalinar bonded the Stormfather, like, he didn't have as much control over what was going on. Like, part of that is Stormfather just didn't tell him that, oh, yeah, I can bring other people in. Well, yeah. I can play things that well. But I think part of it is also that Dalinar is getting a greater control over it. Because he is de facto honor. As far yeah, as a but, lot of things but I are think concerned. Those are coming from honor, right? Like yeah, those unite yeah. them or like some echo of honor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shadow I would say honor. so. That could be because Dalinar gets echoes from the spiritual realm. Like that's those are the voices he hears. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Yeah, that's well, be a those are our thing. All. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if honor would persist like really long because it used to be a shard, or if he would like not, you know. Well, it's been like 2000 years still. Well, so here's the thing. Uh, Remember that when you hold a shard, you don't know everything, but you know the history of those who held it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, like, if you're connected to honor, you could get those echoes just from him because honor held that power. Mm -hmm. And there's also the word of Brandon about how when Kaladin was a kid, like he was good at the sword because he's bonded to Syl in the future. And since there's that connection well, is in the spiritual realm, uh, and like the spiritual realm is yeah, like that has no time. So it's just like uh, they've it, always it, been so bonded. <laughs> yeah. So it, so it's like weirdness that like in the future, Dalinar is heavily, heavily associated with honor, and that's just bleeding backwards in time. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, oh god once you start getting to all here. times are one yeah. you're like oh no yeah uh yeah which i just love that the alethi glyph for doctor is a tardis <laughs> i just love that oh <laughs> completely that off topic but i love that great <laughs> i didn't know that i should read that glyph post doctor who is cosmere confirmed <laughs> Yeah, but it's really interesting, that warm light. So I guess that is, you know, like, honor's power. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of digging that that theory, Ian. But it's, it's so weird. Brandon packs so much into those endings that you're like, oh, the book ended, then weird line, down our warm light vision. Like, oh, I don't know mm. what the crap that means. Like, I have no idea what that is even supposed to mean, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can definitely see it being like something to do with honor, but I, I think I'll still, I'm still sticking a little bit with like it just being like make up your mind whether or not this is the Cosmere's God because it, it does sound like when Brandon describes like his own LDS faith to me a little mm-hmm. bit when he's like I've had these experiences that make me think there's something but they're just for me, you know? Yeah, it's the way I think sure. of it. Sure, but mm-hmm. I mean, as a writer, you're probably just thinking, how can I magically tie down? maybe things that I felt in, like, a rigorous framework mm. here, you know? Like, that, that, that's mm. fun. That's fun to do, if you're a well, fan well, I was thinking like Well, I was thinking, like, less rigorous, honestly. Like, it's just, like, how he thinks about having a religious experience. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
But like he's setting up the Cosmere to like have things like that happen. You know? mm, yeah. Oh like, yeah. Right? Like, that's, like that's things that I mean. are like demonstrably true. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, like setting up visions occurring or like or, or wax talking to harmony. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We really don't uh, know a lot about unity because Brandon has raffled everything when anyone asks anything about unity. He's just like yeah. raffo insta raffo. Yeah, he said unity, Raffo. That's a sign right there that Dalinar obviously is pretty significant. If we couldn't tell this already from him ascending, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, and another thing yeah. is the very first chapter that Dalinar had in Way of Kings was titled Unity. Really? Yeah. No way. Yes. Yeah, it is. I actually. didn't know that. That's, yeah, that that's is amazing. Actually. Well, that that's because he's. That's because he's hearing unite them in the very first chapter, guys. That, that's not that yeah. impressive. Yeah. It's the whole point cool. of his arc. That it, is still it is cool. cool. It is cool. It is cool. Because really, it all does connect to Dalinar's arc. Yes. You mm-hmm. know, in everything. I'll unite instead of divide. Because most of my life, I just divided, right? Yeah. Kind of well, thing. I mean, yeah. he did conquer and unite a whole country even back when just- he was a huge jerk. Unity through force, you know. Well, that's the Gavilar way, right? Yeah. yeah. That's the Gavilar way. In a sense. Well, the, ga- the yeah. Gavilar way is actually trying to trigger an apocalypse. So, <laughs> well, okay, know, that's true. Yeah. Okay, just, you, just imagine if me. Gavilar had become unity. <laughs> uh, the mess that would have caused. Would well, not would be good. it have actually happened? Uh, if, if Gavilar had been able to bond the Stormfather, he had a proto-bond thing going. Yeah, but would I feel the like he's not the person to progress it. Yeah, far enough. Yeah, yeah. I I do want to ask, like, at some point, what the whole mechanism was for who the heck the Stormfather was picking to be like see these visions because there That's is true. that one weird, weird like which I don't even know if it makes sense to the timeline anymore, but uh, referenced in one of the epigraphs about a guy who saw visions mm-hmm. during st- during the high storms. It was one of the death rattles. Yeah, uh, and he. But he was just like some random potter who died. So like wasn't exactly like a terribly important character. Maybe he collected well, it, fragments of pots to unite them together. Yeah. He was he was fixing he was like a restoration potter. <laughs> well, I think it was like anybody who had the potential to be a bondsmith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So whatever those criteria are, it's like you don't have to be important to be a radiant. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, no. but like, I assume like at any given point there are like X number of people that like could be a bondsman. So like, was he just picking them randomly? You know what I mean? Okay. I just grabbed the death rattle. I don't think that this has any. That death rattle has nothing to do with what we're talking. Really? About. That chanting, that singing, those rasping voices—that's not the one we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's not at all the one we're talking about. Well, it's made from a middle-aged potter. And there's no other one that are made by a potter. So there. Does it say it a recipient was known to see visions in the high storm? Okay. I'm yeah. going to find the actual one. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. That is the one. That's no, exactly it's not. the one. Reported it, seeing no, strange dreams well, during high storms during the last two years. That's you didn't exactly read that. the you one. You didn't read that okay. part, Eric. You didn't read that <laughs> That's part. the important part. <laughs> you read like the least interesting part of the whole thing. Okay. Yeah, like the death rattle is not the important part. Okay, it's the reported seeing visions in the high storms visions. the last two yeah. years. Yeah, well, that vision is clearly not what Honor is giving. No, but that's his death rattle. Yeah. That's not the visions he's been having in oh, the yeah. high storm right. for the past two years. Right. Of course, right, they're not fine. related. They have nothing to do with each other. 
Okay, fine. <laughs> I now understand what you're actually saying, so great. Mm-hmm. Except it does mean that there are at least two potential bondsmiths who have also been touched by an unmade. Guess that's true. Yeah. But I mean, Moloch's oh, touch yeah. is like not super extreme. No. Yeah. That'd be, like, well, wouldn't that be and maybe three if you think that Gavilar was communicating with one or more unmade. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> well, isn't that the two? Well, well it'd be, I guess, it'd be this I guess Potter yeah, guy, yeah, yeah. the Potter and, and Dalinar. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think well, obviously, yeah, Ga- Gavilar counts too. I think so. Three, probably. Three. At, so we have at least three. How would well, he see dreams during the last two years? That really doesn't make any sense given the timeline. Well, I don't well, really know. Well, it's we, like, look at the it? date, like. It's 1173, so that's, like, near... That's CAC, that's the... It's Calic, it's, like, the eighth month? Yeah. Ooh, that might, be, that might not, like, make sense with when Gavilar was bonded. Like, maybe they all well, see visions yeah, of your... I, I don't... Does... does the, do the visions have to go to one person at a time? Yeah, this was during the open interview phase. Hmm. Yeah. Potentially. Hmm. I always assumed it was he just sent them to whoever could until he actually exactly. bonded Dalinar. Exactly, like, he's just beaming him out to anybody who huh. is able to pick him up. That mm. seems like a very good question to ask as to whether uh, the Stormfather could send out visions to just one person at a time. What else do we want to talk about? I don't know. Uh, I, I, I feel like, I mean, Dalinar's not a shard yet, but uh, I guess Odium thinks he's on that path to doing that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. Would we consider Dalinar a sliver? I would. Yeah, yes. I would. Yeah. Yeah. Because if he ascended, he has to be. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, <laughs> they literally said he ascended with a capital yeah, A. Yeah. yeah. But it, it would be nice to get confirmation on that. Well, you can't ask the Stormfather because <laughs> he just uses the word sliver for random stuff. So <laughs> makes me so angry. <laughs> To to be fair, our definitions of sliver and splinter are very old. Yeah. They're very old. Considering our contemporary knowledge from modern mm-hmm. quotes. Modern yeah. quotes in the ancient times of 2010. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brandon just used the wrong term. And it's like, oh, the, the Stormfather doesn't know what he's talking about. I mean, the Stormfather calls it a fused spren, so... Yeah, he's doing his own thing. If you don't tell the Stormfather you're he's wrong though, because that's the just Stormfather not does go not well. give a crap. Yeah. He will call it whatever he wants. Ah, uh, so any any final thoughts other than Dalinar is awesome because he is That's 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 certainly true. Lift would agree. Dalinar is awesome. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I would say that at this point I strongly believe that Dalinar is becoming honor. With maybe a little bit of extra, like, unity from some sort of, like, ten, you know, ten purposes or not, but who uh, knows. Could just be an interpretation of how he views the shard. Whatever mm-hmm. filter. Yeah, I know, is. but, like, I'm just saying, like, something like that is kind of where I'm landing on yeah. what's going on in that quote. I do really like the idea of unity being one of the ten purposes, because that mirrors really well with, you know, the ten, I- the ten orders of Knights Radiant and unity, mm-hmm. Bondsmiths. That's true. Yeah. That is true. Okay. <laughs> and perhaps part of Dalinar ascending to honor is understanding 
each of the orders instead of being like i am a bondsmith like this is how we view honor understanding each of the how the other orders view honor so you can be more cohesive and like yeah what of these things are honor what does being honorable mean yeah yeah it just reminds reminded me of um Egwene's arc towards the end of the wheel of time which if yeah. you read it you know what i'm talking about yeah i i i can, I, I see what you're talking about mm-hmm. if it's not past the shadow rising i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> i have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> i think you made it further than i did david uh, that was my fourth try <laughs> yeah it's like book th- 11 that i'm talking about so yeah mm. it's a really good arc though mm-hmm. the first book with Bra- that brandon wrote huh Go figure um oh, book 12 is okay then it's book 12 <laughs> book 12 gathering storm yeah 11's knife of dreams yeah I, okay. I really i really do like the unity being one of the purposes yeah 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 but, but i don't really know He's not a shard yet, guys. No, he's no, not a shard yet. Yeah, I would definitely call there. him a sliver at this point. Mm-hmm. I I like Grace's definition a lot. He's a shard when his body vaporizes. <laughs> then he's a shard. Yeah, and I mean, perhaps we should explain what we mean by sliver because viewers yeah, might not yeah, know. Yeah, we probably should. A sliver is somebody who has held a significant portion of a shard and has since given it up. It's like. Um, a balloon that you fill with air and then you let all the air out. It 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 was stretched, and so it's not the same shape that it was before. And there's some residue on yeah. the person. I I think with Dalinar it's a little different because again he has that he's still connected to that mm-hmm. power yeah. in a way that's quite different from what we saw in Mistborn with Russia and Vin. But mm. yeah. yeah. Clearly, he is being shaped by that power. <laughs> yes. So, are you all ready for who's that Cosmere character? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Right. Who's that Cosmere character? Uh, so, the game is, there's going to be a character, and there will be five clues, and after each clue, people will get a guess, and you, you, you can just guess. Uh, and, uh, whoever guesses it, uh, gets all the pride and glory. Mm-hmm. And I'm really hoping that we haven't had this character before, because I literally don't remember all of the characters we've had. So. Well, yeah. Okay, so clue number one. This character is a philosopher. Ooh. Hmm. See, you you can have a same character, but with different clues. Like, will we probably get a Shallan one again? Yeah, I mean, that's... Probably. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, say a philosopher. Quan. Ooh. No. That's good. That's a good guess. Oh. I'm, I'm thinking of, like, that Shin philosopher who ended with Daughter Hasweth, but I don't remember oh. what her first name was. There's actually two Daughter Hasweths, I thought. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's are. right! Oh, no, there are! It uh, is like... neither of the Daughter Hasweths. <laughs> okay, that's right. great. It's not a lead? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so we're guessing after every clue? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. You get one guess per, per clue. Okay. Okay, I'll go with... Elend was a philosopher, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, I would say he was a philosopher. <gasps> He's not the character, but oh, I have a good one. Idea. All right, but I need, but I need another. Okay, but Carrie hasn't guessed. I don't. You think. do not have to have a guess. Yeah, if you want to defer. Um, is it axes? No, because he, he waxes philosophical. Yeah, yeah. It is not axes. I'd, I'd agree with that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Number two. Okay. This person has killed people. Oh. Well, it's not, it's not Seizeid, is it? Like, that's pretty. It, is that your guess? Yes. It is not Seizeid. <laughs> okay, cool. I, I don't want to ruin it too early in case I accidentally get lucky. Dalinar? <laughs> no. It is not Dalinar. Oh, is it, I had another is idea, it but I don't Yasna? She's kind of a philosopher. Ooh. No, it is not Yasna. Ooh. Is it Ham? No, <laughs> it is not Ham. That would If it had been Ham, I would have been impressed. That would, that's a good okay. idea. See, mm, I wanted to guess the person who wrote the Book of False Dawn that was mentioned in... Mistborn, the final empire, but I don't think that guy killed anyone. Okay. You never know. Okay, so clue number three is this character was suspected to be a radiant. Oh. Oh. Okay, well, at least we got a planet now. Yim? No. Oh, Arklo. Yes. Oh. Oh. There we go. There we go. Got the edge dance reference. That's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I thought he was a light weaver, remember? Yeah. That's what the that's what the night that's what the skybreakers had assumed it was him, but it Mm -hmm. wasn't. I was trying to decide if Vivenna's advice to Adolin made her a philosopher or not. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. For for the record, the Book of False Dawn, I believe, and I have not looked this up, I think was written by Dove Conti, I think. I think that's what his name was. So Clue number four was this character is non-human. Okay. And clue number five was this character is immortal. Oh that no, good. I'm totally wrong about who wrote the Book of False Dawn. I think Dove Conti is a Rasharan author. It is, it is, who wrote about the false desolation. That's <laughs> which oh, another false. thing I wrote yeah. about on the cover mind. <laughs> they both have false. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The dawn of the false desolation. Mm-hmm. That guy. Yeah. So if you have Submissions for who's that Cosmere character? Send them to who's that Cosmere character at gmail.com and we will use them on this show as long as they're not fictional characters or mythological or characters. characters. Once that, or, yeah, oh, otherwise, so, well, they'll they get have very to be characters, right? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, we'll call you out they, on they can be minor, but yeah. like if they're mentioned once in one place. Mm-hmm. That's like super hard to get to, then probably. Oh, the person who wrote the Book of Faustan started with a D, so that's why I got confused. <laughs> this is, has nothing to do with anything, but now you guys remember it's Deleuze Hoover. Great. And with that, I think that means it is officially time to wrap yes. up the episode. Yes. Make sure you follow us on 17thshard.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and SoundCloud. Give us a like, a subscribe on those places. You can also give us a review on iTunes. 
Because, yay, we're on iTunes, you guys. We are. It only took me since Six 2012. Years. <laughs> yeah, did it. Nailed it. But we have consistent episodes now, so it's fine. It's and we, fine. It was hey, all planned. It's You got it done before the ball ended, so. Hey! <laughs> no one knows what we're talking about. We do. <laughs> A very small subset know what we're talking about. About 10 people know what that joke it means. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Call.